This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Danny Kavanagh. It's Thursday, the 29th of July. In your Sport Today, Australia's gold rush at the Games, another NRL bubble breach, AFL bans boxing, and Obama teams up with the NBA. This is your Sport Today. Danny, those of us in Sydney are used to getting some pretty upsetting news from around 11 to 12 each day from the New South Wales Premier. But yesterday, Gladys Berejiklian took a back seat as Australia won five medals, three of them gold, in the space of around an hour, and it started in the rowing. It sure did, Sam, and Australia has two new versions of the awesome foursome. Australia's world champion women started the medal rush, winning the Coxless 4 race that hadn't been seen since the 92 Olympics in Barcelona. It was brought back for Tokyo as the Olympics aimed for gender equality in each sport. Then, just 20 minutes later, the men won the Coxless 4 gold medal, 25 years after the original awesome foursome won gold in Atlanta. And there was some more gold to come, Sam. Yep, and that being from the Terminator Ariane Titmus. She backed up her epic win in the 400-metre freestyle with another blazing finish to win the 200-metre free. Titmus was pumped and so was the coach, not to the extent of the other night when he went bananas. There was little time to spare as the rowers then added two bronze medals in the men's and women's quadruple skulls, but there was another medal to be won, Danny. That's right. They didn't stop there for the day, Sam. Rowan Dennis took out the bronze medal in the men's cycling road race. It was actually one of Australia's most successful days in terms of medals, but there were some other significant results. Yeah, the main one being the Ollie Ruse, Australia's men's soccer team. They needed a draw against Egypt to advance, but lost 2-0 in a gutsy display. The Olympics started with a 2-0 win over Argentina, but they couldn't maintain that form. Ash Barty and Storm Sanders were also knocked out of the women's doubles tennis but Barty is still alive in the mixed doubles. The Boomers, they won their second game last night against Italy, and both hockey teams kept their perfect records intact. For a full rundown of what's coming up on day six in Tokyo, listen to the Tokyo Sprint. It's in your Sport Today feed right now. Danny, today's trivia question, how many times has Australia won three gold medals on a single day at the Olympics? The answer at the end of today's show. Danny, one of the big moments of the first week of the Games was the withdrawal of Simone Biles from the US team gymnastics event to look after her mental health and well-being. Yesterday, it was confirmed she won't compete in the individual all-round event today, and we don't know if we'll see her compete again in Tokyo. Yeah, this one's a bit of a sad one, Sam. The American team confirmed Biles had pulled out of today's event, despite being the top qualifier and defending champion. Biles has qualified for next week's individual events, but the team said she'll be evaluated daily before they make their decision if she'll compete. American swimming great Michael Phelps said seeing Biles withdraw broke his heart, but he's one person who would know the pressure and expectations she is feeling. Yeah, Phelps said, and here's a quote, I felt like I was carrying, as Simone said, the weight of the world on my shoulders. It's a tough situation. Mental health has come into focus in recent times. Naomi Osaka withdrew from the French Open to look after her mental health, while cricketers like Moses Enriquez and Glenn Maxwell have taken time out of the game on mental health grounds. Biles has 30 Olympic and World Championship gold medals and said before coming to Japan this could be her last Olympics. We just hope she's all right. 
Danny, there's been another rugby league bubble breach, but thankfully this one isn't too bad. West Tiger centre James Roberts has been fined and suspended for leaving his hotel room on the Gold Coast. That's right. Roberts has been fined $7,500 and handed a one-match ban for going out onto his balcony twice, which is a big no-no these days. As part of letting the NRL play in Queensland, the state government set up some pretty strict rules, Sam, one being taping shut balcony doors so players don't mix. Now, we've seen bigger punishments handed out to players bursting the bubble, but Roberts' challenges with mental health were taken into account. Yeah, Robert said he just needed some fresh air and has now been given some extra wellbeing support. The NRL had said the next player to breach the league's biosecurity protocols would be sent home, but it looks like that will be judged on a case-by-case basis. Round 20 of the NRL kicks off tonight. Danny with the Roosters playing the Eels. Who have you got in that one? I'm going to take the Roosters this time. Danny, footy fans of all codes will know about the crackdown on concussion. Now the AFL has decided to ban combat boxing and sparring amongst players following an investigation into a concussion-related injury at Hawthorne. That's right, Sam. The AFL's decision comes back to a training incident at the Hawks that saw Mitch Lewis concussed after he was accidentally punched in the jaw by teammate Jacob Kozitsky. Lewis was not wearing any padding on his head and missed several matches as a result of the injury. The league informed club officials that any form of boxing in pairs is now banned, and that includes AFLW players. The move follows the AFL's decision to hire two concussion-focused executives at league headquarters. Danny, clubs are still allowed to have boxing sessions for fitness purposes, but they must be managed by qualified professionals who follow strict AFL guidelines. That means no players or officials boxing against each other. The players will need to find a different, safer way to vent their frustrations now. Anyone who's watched The Last Dance on Netflix, Danny, will remember how President Barack Obama was referred to as a former Chicago resident. Well, it turns out the Chicago Bulls fan is a bit more involved in basketball than he was originally labelled. Yeah, that's right, Sam. The news yesterday that Obama had joined NBA Africa as a strategic planner and minority owner. He'll help the league in areas such as gender equality, engaging communities and growing that love for the game. In 2019, NBA Africa launched the Basketball Africa League. That's a competition involving 12 teams from different African countries. Now, it was postponed a year because of COVID, but was played earlier this year in Rwanda and had a fair reach. It was actually broadcast to 215 countries and territories in 15 different languages. The tournament was won by Zamalik, the Egyptian club based out of Cairo. Yep, a big win by the Egyptians there, Danny. Obama's father was born in Africa and he's a lifelong basketball fan and he's pretty great in the last dance too. Don't think this is just a publicity stunt. As you said, Danny, he'll have a minority stake in NBA Africa and is looking at starting up youth and leadership programs across Africa through the Obama Foundation. Time for Catch This, Danny, the stuff that caught our eye or what's coming up and what have you got? Well, while everyone is obsessing over our Aussies in the swimming pool, Sam, the water polo this year has actually caught my eye. And to tell you the truth, that sport is brutal. Our Sharks are in action today playing Serbia, so that's one that should be another cracker matchup. You can't wait to see the Sharks in action. Another great nickname for an Aussie team over there in Tokyo. The answer to today's trivia question, yesterday was just the fifth time Australia's won three gold medals on a single day at the Olympics. The other four times coming in 1956, then 2000, 2004, and 2008. All right, that's it for us today. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll catch you again tomorrow. Listener.